Hey, hey, hey. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're back once again, man. Yep, yep, if this is yep. your first time hearing this, you're about to experience something so cold, man. Mm. Um, this is episode 69. We mm. are Wash Guards. The yep. Wash Guards. Wash never washed wash up. Wash never washed up. I'm I am Sean Luke Picard. And I am Draft, man. Sorry, he, had a, he was on a roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It's yeah. all good. Uh, we are Break back away. once again. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, shout episode out to- Episode 69. Shout out to the 69 boys. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the 69 boys. Y'all niggas had a filthy name. Filthy. Who <laughs> saying that shit on the radio? 69 boys? Yo, what? <laughs> There's no room for ambiguity there. Yo, that is such a wild ass name, bro. I was like, it was nah. Like, it was like, like yeah. bro, put on the 69 boys, not knowing what the fuck was going on. I was like, yo. The Bukaki brothers? No. Yeah. no, no. Not, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Tone it down just a little. One percent. Yeah, I like where you're at. I like the direction you're going. But yeah, man, shout out to 69 boys. Penetration man. partners? Nah. Yeah. Nah. That could go too many different ways. Yeah, man. Uh shout out to four four creators and uh no limit exposure. Oh, you yeah. see us, you, you see, see them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back once again, man. Yeah. So uh let's get into the usuals. Uh the how countries. was it? Oh, oh yeah, we do that. I guess I didn't write that down. No. Mm. All right, cool. Let's get into the countries. Right. As we usually do, shout out to these United States. Uh, the United, United King- States. Kingdom. Kingdom. Shout out to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a king. <laughs> Big crit. Yeah. Uh Australia, Canada, Iceland, Germany, mm. Australia. No more black podcast in Iceland. Oh, I said that twice. Mm. Uh Ireland, Germany. Russia, India, Shout out Russia, Brazil. More black Russians. France, Norway, uh yep. the Netherlands, Finland, Costa mm. Rica, Puerto Rico, oh. Romania, Spain, <laughs> Ecuador, Denmark. <laughs> The Netherlands, Sweden, mm-hmm. Singapore, Slovakia, Belgium, Italy, Qatar, Turkey, Hong Kong, mm. Japan, Mexico, and it's usually, it's usually Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Shout out to the Saudis, man. Mm. Saudi Arabia, man. So we are back once again. We are washed Can't never wait washed up. to get my cheat in the Range Rover, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep buying <laughs> our weapons. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to shoot an AK. It's made of gold. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that being said, how was your week? Uh, my week was cool, man. I definitely enjoyed this week. Stayed busy. Mm. Uh, um, as y'all hear, um, y'all already heard. Um, shit, we started off with the two pods a week, so that oh, was exciting. Frequency. Yeah. Um, On you niggas. It's, it's always good to stay busy, man. Like, you know, that's been my biggest thing about having more time on my hands, like, you can't just, you know, I don't want to look back in, in, like, a year and be like, damn, bro, I had all that time and I didn't do this and that. So, like, it's kind of like, it's kind of akin to working out. You yeah. get that shit off. Yeah. You feel a little bit better, even if you're tired and you feel like you accomplished something. Yeah, everything is about reps. Yep. So, like, it was good to get another rep in. Um, other than that, it was, uh, shout out to Vince, man. We went down to Vince. Mm-hmm. I don't really get to see Vince too uh, enough where we just on some leisure time. I think that I feel like, like that about all my friends. I always say that, like, I don't want to just hang, but sometimes I think that shit is needed, man, just to, like, be able to be in a Reset, space. Yeah. recharge, and especially because you talk about what you got going on usually in the midst of doing it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's good to get to a point where you can talk about the other shit because the work usually is the most prominent thing. You end up talking about why you can't really have a conversation right now instead of talking about what you actually been doing or why you've been so productive or busy. 
Yeah, and it felt good to be around everybody who, like, we all got, like, whether it's separate shit going or shit that we got going together. So yeah. we all got to just really sit down and have a little bit of fellowship. <coughs> so shout out to Vince, man. Shout out to Warren. Warren pulled up. Yeah. Um, other than that, played so a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. Hawks did lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, played some basketball uh, uh, the next day after that. You know, like I said, I've been trying to be in my little regiment, man. Trying to keep keep getting them sweats in, so it was good. Active, just, boy. Yeah, man. I've kind of been on my little active active thing, man. Active draft. Yeah, no more naps and shit. You know, I'm trying to like mm. uh, sure up my fucking uh, sleep schedule. You know, that's been like a thing for me. Like, uh, you know, you know, once you don't have to literally abide by a schedule, your sleep schedule get wild. You start going to going to bed at fucking seven a.m. Every morning, you start waiting for the sunrise to go come up for, Become like for a you challenge. to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can so I do like, randomly? <laughs> so, yeah. You know. Dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, now, like, I'm starting to, like, format my day a little bit better, I feel like. Like, I get up and do a certain thing every day, and after that, I do something else, you know. And, like, it's good to be on a schedule, like, my own schedule, but still, like, I think I'm a person that likes structure a little bit. So, it's it's good to, like, creating my own structure. Like, I never had time to create my own structure. I, I think I was so scared. like boy. I think I was so scared to trust myself that I would actually create structure. I thought I would just, you know, I mean, you know, I thought I would just fall into, like, old habits. Not that I haven't, but after a while, you just get tired of that, man. You got enough, like. When you feel like everything is, like, a nagging issue. And you start taking care of it, you get you get into the rhythm of feeling what it's like to be like useful, at least for yourself. Putting and forth the effort to clean up got, your space, it got organize to the point, your time. Yeah, my day don't start until I do certain things now. You know what I mean? It's, which which feels good. It's like all right, like once those five six things are done, things are done. Now I can like advance in the day. Like, it gets you it gets you accustomed to when you do have to get into somebody else's structure. You apply your rhythm to whatever they set out for you. So in, in a lot of jobs where you end up being smarter than your manager or even your peers, like you, you come up with solutions to problems just by being in the rhythm of coming up with solutions to problems. I think that's why one of the things I like about working in the kitchen now is that you got a bunch of shit going on. You got to figure out stuff in real time. And that muscle memory applies to anything else you may do or other things you may do. And, I, you know, I remember... You know, always I don't. I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but either either way, like I had homeschool when I was in high school, so you know that was like the big fear of my parents, like because like it wasn't like the typical homeschool people envision. It wasn't like my parents just sitting at home teaching me. It was me at home with a whole bunch of study guides and books, and you have a hotline twenty four seven that you can call teachers and ask for help. So it was really just me. So it was just me against myself. So like I had to learn to be a self starter and like. Mm-hmm resetting that like maybe that mechanism that I thought maybe I lost for a long time is this is a lot about your work ethic now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you don't have a problem starting something up and being like all right I'm just gonna do it I remember yeah. this nigga was recording by himself it's like yeah I'm just gonna uh I'm not gonna write no more <laughs> like those type of things do those speak little, to that type the challenges of, of the mind are like really the most interesting to me like can I can I break this habit can I do this like can I you know what I mean can I like establish a new thing where you know like the whole adage of where you can't teach an old dog new tricks is like I always want to defy the odds like what's well, funny is that's I, can, I can learn a new skill in my 40s you know what I mean like or you know if I get to that point that's running like all the things I thought was, about that as I was saying it out loud. I'm like, that's exactly what Sean was talking about last week when he said, like, the, the challenge against yourself. Yeah, all you do is try to outthink yourself. Like, you get to a place where, I mean, niggas who run know what's up. 
But it just be a struggle. And Embracing and you that like, battle. damn, bro, I got to think about something else. And then all the other shit you got going on and stuff, you be like, what? when was I worried about this? Embracing that battle within is, is definitely a very, it's a fun thing, man. It's like the video game in your mind a little bit. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, like your yourself is the boss. Mm. Like, you got to defeat that boss every round. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. That's been my week. What you yeah. got? Uh, week was great. Uh, I can't even flex. I got to see a lot of good people. Like you said, we saw Vince. Uh, got the chance to kick it with Warren on some downtime shit. Um, I went and seen and saw uh, my friends Chris and Madison. Shout out Madison. Shout out Christina. <clears throat> yeah, shout out y'all. Uh, a lot of love, man. I've never seen that much steak at a barbecue. Damn. For no reason. Them niggas. Strips. It was like it was like they it was staked st- out. It was <laughs> steaks was high, boy. <laughs> it was a uh, it was ribeye and strip in oh, New York strip. And oh, I was I was sitting there looking at dry. I was looking at I was like damn. Oh, we stopped bro. right over here, Madison. <laughs> Madison, yo, call me. <laughs> we didn't pick this nigga up. Yeah, this nigga yeah. top was with me. He was like, bro, oh. ain't we about drive house? I'm like, yeah, but that nigga's doing some shit. I wasn't doing nothing. What's wild is I was like, man, I thought about the time we went to. Uh, Whose house did we go? Oh, we went to my crib to watch the game. We watched the game, and then we ended up at Illa's, and we was out all night. And I was like, man, I'm not going to do this to this nigga twice in a row. Like, I was just like, yo, I'm not going to hit him. <laughs> so, stain on me. Uh, but yeah, it was amazing, man. You Shout out to you. just with steak. Everybody asked you. I didn't know it was going to happen. Everybody asked about you. That's crazy. Man, it was like, damn, bro, how's draft doing, bro? We really missed him. I was like, yeah, man. He said, fuck y'all. <laughs> I don't know why, bro. Slammed the phone. He had a flip phone. He just flipped. <laughs> I had to make a statement. <laughs> I bought this just for this call, nigga. Cry. <laughs> uh, but it was cool. We played Spades. Uh, Niggas played Spades and they stayed. <laughs> it was like a party in your honor <laughs> Now that I think about it Both your stakes <laughs> Your favorite card game All your friends <laughs> We got a picture of you hanging up in that bitch It's like a going home yeah. It's a memorial yeah, yeah, uh, But yeah man uh, Leading into my wash moment I, At one point during The festivities uh, I'm walking outside and the kids are following me. Uh, so it's like my daughter and her friend, and then their kids, of which her friend uh, is also. <laughs> and they're like, "Yo, let's go see what the grown ups are doing." And I'm just like, "Whoa, <laughs> I'm grown ups, nigga." <laughs> mm-hmm. And I had to tell them, "No, like, what do you need? Maybe I can fix it." And I'm like, "Man, I remember being this." <laughs> yeah, I, I'm talking, and, and even then. Like Friday, I was thinking about it. Cause I was like, "Man, like this is shit that I was doing, having to separate from my friend because we beefing and fighting over the same toys." Like I'm remembering stages in life where I was like, "Oh shit, that was me." Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a wash moment. And like, I think my wash moment supports that because, like, you know, just through this whole week, just because I've been on my video game addiction shit again, and I was like, "Yo." I'm not going to say my age, but what is Blank Blake age supposed to look like? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Because, like, when I was 16, 15, I was thinking, like, when I get to this certain age, bro, I'm going to, like, be doing this thing and this thing. And now look at me. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty much. Business. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be Dr. Business and shit. Yeah. And now. 
Now I'm like, business. I'm pretty much doing the same shit that I was doing when I was 16. Like, I think it's kind of like the way the world changes, the way we look at TikTok. Like, yo, TikTok's a career. But like, yeah, TikTok's a career. Because social media. In the same way video career. games yeah. is. Professional esports athlete. Yeah, uh, yeah, that shit is crazy. And these yeah. people are like got bigger contracts than LeBron. Some of like the biggest gamer. Like when you compare it to the biggest hooper. Like, and that's insane. This is a guy that just plays video games. And, Trained his whole life. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> long nights. But I just Some don't know. Yeah, a lot of shots. Like for me, like my my watch moment is just not knowing what my age is supposed to look like. Cause like I don't have like adult hobbies and shit. Like you know what I'm saying. I don't have an, a portfolio and shit. That's like I don't I have like retirement uh, investments and shit. <laughs> I'm just like living on a prayer. Ah, living on a prayer. <laughs> oh, anyway. Boy, anyway. Hey, but yeah, this, this is a nigga who watched Friends, bro. <laughs> <laughs> is that Van Halen? Uh, I think so. Uh, nah. Uh, bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. All right, cool. Don't you ever uh, disrespect Bon Jovi uh, like that. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Oh, shit. Anyway. Like I knew. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, sounds very washed. I think... Uh, I, I, it was a point in time where I realized that young thinking I was like, why, I, why doesn't my dad play video games? Like, and I'm thinking like, oh, these are younger dads. Like, What's crazy got- is I shout out to my dad, man. Like, that's one, you know, I, you know, I mean, it's not that I wouldn't love him if he wasn't my dad, but I mean, like, if he didn't do just dad things, but mm-hmm. like the fact that he's he, my like, favorite dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as far as dads go, he's, he's top, <laughs> top five. tier. Yeah. <laughs> top five dads of my life. Yeah. Definitely better than Bill. <laughs> But nah, shout out to my pops because like I remember he only did this one time that I can remember. But like I remember him playing like Madden sixty four with us and shit, mm. and like trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm like, damn I'm, man, like that shit really meant a lot to me. As, like, I'm a tripping, bro. You know, if yeah. I ever, if my dad ever hear this, he'd probably be upset. But my dad did play video games. But this is how washed. Like, and he yeah. played Atari with us. So shout out to my pops. He this, would play Snake and like the tennis joint. This is how washed niggas are. But we would play video games in the arcade. Like uh, our favorite, our favorite video game was the X Men, where you had to go through the city while oh, it was on fire. Oh, that was fire, bro! That game was so fire. That bro. and Ninja Turtles. Woo, yeah, the turtle yeah, arcade, was, yeah. bro. Turtles arcade. The turtle arcade was crazy. A lot of money, money. Yeah, so many, bro. Uh, North All the other kids was trying to fuck with tickets. I was like, no, no, no. Challenges, mall. Challenges, bro. Challenges, bro. That was, uh, my mm. auntie would always take us there. Bro. By the time I was going, she gave us like ten dollars. We cashed oh, that shit. You in was the living. Bro, we was ten, lit. You, the only place you would blow ten dollars on nothing. You beat on, the game, bro. Yeah, you know? I wasn't that good because I, mean, I was trying to figure it out. Tekken, I would be. Uh, Arcades like on the low. Time. I get pizza, bro, and yeah, go to challenges, bro. That was like some of the best times of my life, man. On just the, sitting in the arcade. It was Section Eight Chuck E. Cheese over there in North. Yep, South, it yeah, was North Section Mall. Eight Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Five. That's but, number five. <laughs> Section Eight Chuck E. Chuck e. Cheese. <laughs> but um, we used to uh. It have was. like niggas we used to get uh, regular <laughs> we would see regularly in arcade and it was like a little click of niggas who would play the same game you see your homeboy oh yeah they'd be like yo what's up Travis yeah. are you playing today be like nah bro I'm just observing the talent like you talking like a vet <laughs> your name on the game when your oh, name on the game you came back and your name was on the game that shit was it was something different but yeah man Don Glocks and, and Challenges. I don't, I don't know how the fuck we got here, but anyway, let's get to the NCAA <laughs> rule uh, changes. Shout out to the NCAA. Goddamn, it's about motherfucking time. Mm. Uh, I think his name was Ed O'Bannon, man, was the first iteration of this, like, because he uh, fought against using his name being used in video games, and, oh, like, yeah, NCAA, yeah. like, ran off with it. Oh, Charles O'Bannon, maybe. Whatever the case is. 
Is Ed short for Charles? No. Okay. Uh, either way, though. Chuck is something, short for Something O'Bannon. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, we've finally gotten to the new age, the new uh, NCAA rules. Mm -hmm. Players can finally make money off their likenesses. So, it's a big thing. Um, round of applause. Yeah, shout out to the NCAA players, man. Everybody that's doing college sports right now. I've been seeing, like, a lot of, like, obscure athletes get contracts already. Like, within, like, first 24 hours, I saw, like... Yeah, oh, yeah. He got, like, $2 million. Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, he's only a three-star athlete, which I thought was kind of interesting. But <laughs> maybe, like, the Master P... Uh, Master P, son. Yeah. Thing. It's like, man, well, he made two mil before he made it to the league. He might not even make it to the league, which is interesting. And, and that, I, that may affect the way he plays. Like, he may be... I mean, in the... In the well, positive, because he may not hurt, he may not play as hard. Like his life depends on it. I'm gonna ask questions that people are gonna ask me because we're doing the podcast. But will players? Oh, I mean, I guess it's all in a. I guess yeah. I guess really good. That's what's gonna be the case. Like I think was well the the backlash with the NCAA. Well, I guess they could say that what they were afraid of is like they have like the Lenny Cook story about a lot of players who uh, got involved with agents. Agents gave them loans, and then mm. nothing happened with their professional career. And and now they just owe, you know, you're in debt, 60, 70, 80K. Because they like they just let you run it up. Because, like, yeah, yeah, you're going to get an NBA contract. Like, 80K is nothing compared, like, the minimum is, like, I think I think the rookie minimum is, like, 3 mil. So, like, 80K is nothing compared to that. You know what I mean? So, that is the other side of it. So I look at a lot of these players. So what if you don't go professional? What happens when you've like signed with these agencies and you have no way to pay them back? I think like these deals are essentially record deals. Yeah, three sixty. Yeah, it's just like a loan. This is a small business loan. The small business is you, as Neil Brennan said. Like, and you're not that great of a business. <laughs> <laughs> so like. Uh, I know it's going to be interesting. I think, like, um, the other side of it, I think some players may actually play four years. Like, you know, in my day, uh, basketball players would stay four years in college. Like, that was, like, a normal thing. So, like, maybe I have more incentive to stay in college because if I was a college player, I would be like, shit, nigga, if I could just stay here and get drunk and just party, fuck bitches and shit, and then get money, yeah. like, why would I go to the pros where it's, like, so much more pressure when I could just chill, get my degree, take my time, and make money while I'm doing it? Mm. Yeah, everybody, yeah. That is a good point. Yeah, everybody likes to be the big fish in the little pond. It may make room for other hoopers that want to get in the NBA based off the fact that some people may take their college career a lot more seriously. Or they're like, people in college are going to stay there a lot longer than they would if they had the opportunity to leave early and go to the league. And especially if they're not broke, like, they not they can fend for themselves. It's like they, they can take care of all the things that an NBA player with a new contract would. They don't even have to go through the disappointment of trying and failing for an organization like the NBA. So it may affect the way with smaller divisions of hoopers like Drew League and like I can't remember what is it EBL. Yeah, it kind of yeah. well, it kind of you're right. I didn't even think about that yeah. part of it because they cut the legs out of like the big threes and the G leagues, well the D league or whatever. I it's think gonna be a lot of now. hoopers, yeah. and I think that's that that'd be cool. Like, cause I would like it's, to see. I, I like underdog stories. Like the what's the name of that movie? Invincible uh, with uh, Mark Wahlberg, where he just ended up being uh, a walk on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you may have a lot more NBA stories, yeah. huh? 
Yeah, with the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Philly. <laughs> it's based on a true story. Yeah. yeah. It's like a teacher or some shit. Yeah. There's been a lot of walk-ons that made it to the pros, so I don't know. You know, Kurt Warner is, like, probably the biggest walk-on story. He played in the Arena League. He was bagging groceries, when then he, like, made the Shit. NFL and won Super Bowls. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, man, it's going to – I think it might revitalize the NCAA because I think they were lacking talent for the longest because, like, a lot of the top players, they were one and done. Like, we all saw it with Kentucky for the longest, like – I mean, the Devin Bookers of the world, the DeMarcus Cousins, the Jamal, uh, John Walls. Like, these are all great talents, but they only played one year of college. So, I mean, even fucking uh, Kyrie Irving played one year at Duke. He played, like, eight games. He got injured his entire one year in college, for the most part, and still mm-hmm. went number two in the draft. They love you know what I mean? So, what was the point of him Duke even too. being in, going to Duke? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So Get a name. I don't know. Don't hurt us, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I'm definitely going to see, uh, interested to see the ripples that uh, that uh, affect the rest of the college game in all sports. You know, I mean, I pay more attention to basketball, but football is going to have big repercussions with this, too. Like, mm-hmm. I saw everybody, like, like, highlighting Reggie Bush. Shout out Reggie Bush, man, because they stripped away all his, like, titles and accomplishments, but. It's just because he, like, took some money or whatever. But, like, he's like, man, I'm not a fucking crook, bro. Like, I'm trying to fucking live. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. I've, I've listened to a lot of players, too, and they always talked about, like, yo, it was times where we literally had no food. You can't get a job. Yeah, you can't get a job. And then, even like, even with coaches, like, if they feed you, if it isn't from their, like, fucking, basically their wife cooks, cooks the meal themselves, like, nigga, you're fucked. Like, it's going to look like handouts. So, like. I don't know, man. Like, for all the people that are, are against this rule change, you know, make us about fucking time. Yeah. Like, uh, education isn't, like, a big enough payment. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in a, in a, like, work financial environment where a bachelor's degree is pretty much a high school diploma now. Like, yeah. yeah. But uh, on to more sports controversy. Uh, Rachel Nichols is in the uh, news feed. Due to her comments about uh, what is it, Maria Taylor? Yeah, shout out uh, Maria Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, Sound like some hating shit to say. Like I don't know how how deep this goes, and, and I can't even. I don't even really recall where the conversation was recorded from. Like it sounded like somebody had it recorded on their phone. Yeah, so. that's an interesting thing. Like the street saying that uh, LeBron's agent is the one that leaked it because that's who she was talking to, mm-hmm. one of LeBron's agents. So the the street saying that like he leaked it. And um, na 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 It just sound like it just sound like some hating shit. Like I don't know if they walk past each other in the break room, like on those old ESPN commercials, and they bumped into a mascot, and that was beef. Like, but it seems like. All right, so it seems like this is a good and from what I'm hearing, Maria Taylor, as she should. Like denied her apology, and I mean, what the fuck else was she gonna do? Like, you kind of just shitted on her. All right, so like, all right, man, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, but um, one could argue. All right, so I, I saw this, and this this is pretty recent, and I don't want to call out this specific sportscaster that said this, but it was a black female sportscaster who is uh currently uh I looked up her age because I really had to like because I was offended when she said this. As a creative, um, 
she talked about how how hard it was like for her to get to the, get into the position she did. Like, you know, she works for ESPN and um she's one of like the top sportscasters. She gets like a lot of the big interviews. A black lady. And I always want to salute all my black women. That's why I won't call her out by name. But um I looked up her age, she was twenty nine. And before I even like jump out there with my uh statement, I just wanna say like any goal that you can reach and she's been on like ESPN for at least four years. So any goal that you reach by twenty five, you didn't work hard to get. I'm just gonna. I mean, anybody got any argument with me? They we can argue to death, <laughs> but I don't want to hear that shit. If you got that shit at 25, man, you didn't work for it. But um, she talked about like how hard she fought to get in her position, and like then I looked her up, and it's like her uncle was a professional mm. athlete, and her dad was a professional athlete, and it's just like. So I look at some of those players. Like, I don't know Maria Taylor's. Like, I'm not going to highlight her because I haven't done my research on her. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to throw her under the bus. But there is a thing. Like, this has nothing to do with this subject, really. But sometimes I have an issue with a lot of black people that are in, like, fortunate positions that actually really didn't earn shit. They're just like the white people that started on third base. But they use their blackness like, a nigga on the street like you or me when it's yeah. not the fucking case. Like, I think that's why, a, that's part of the reason why I, Maria Taylor can't accept her apology because if she does, I, I think I was thinking about it before the pod, it's it's almost like like people who lose like family members to police violence and or like to something racially motivated and they forgive the, you know what I mean? So you can't really say anything just because in the court of public opinion, you're going to get Slayed for no reason. You just kind of going to step out there in front of a bullet. Even One thing I want to just encourage everybody that likes any type of black culture, just just research anybody black in the spotlight, that who their parents are. And I guarantee you 90% of them have parents in the industry. So when people talk about how they had to fight, what's the fight when your parent already works in the industry? man? I don't want to hear that shit. So, like, with a lot of these people... I'm not going to say, like, Rachel Nichols, like, that, that. I think it's probably equal, man. Either you being white or your parents, maybe she's white without having any industry connections. The mm-hmm. whiteness, yeah, gets you a certain place. I agree. But then, like, yeah, this black girl with uh, whose parents work in the industry. She might work, too. <laughs> so, like, y'all both got legs up, man. And I hate when people exploit my blackness for their advantage. So, I don't want to see... These industry motherfuckers who are already making millions, like, oh, it's b- the black thing. Like, nah, mm. shut the fuck up, nigga. You're good. If you live in a penthouse, stop talking about blackness. The blackness is for us on the mm. street. It's not for you that live in the penthouse. In the field. Yeah. Like, it's the house nigga exploiting the field slaves and shit. Like, I'm, I'm tired of that. Like, I'm tired of niggas. Like, it's, it's a certain, yeah, I get you speaking for us, but at a certain point, maybe put somebody. Who, don't speak for us. Just just grab one of us. Yeah. We can speak for ourselves. That was one of the issues. You can I come had talk to us with that whole Black Lives Matter. We're movement. accessible. Like when you had leaders and people who were standing up as representatives of Black Lives Matter, like throwing parties and promoting shit in the city, and you're like, man, this is the type of shit that you see on Boondocks. It look funny in the light. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's kind of like I said, every every ecosystem kind of has the same structure. You start to see it in shit like sports I think sports is just it's it's the hot button issue right now so you start to see the people who feel 
marginalized step up and, and kind of like, yo, this is my issue. Like, yeah. One of the worst tags I heard from people is like, I'm the voice of the streets. Ain't nobody the voice of the streets. Mm-hmm. Nigga, if you, if you work in the industry, mm-hmm. you're never the voice of the streets. Streets you know shouldn't who, talk. The streets talk when you talk to the streets, nigga. Like, mm-hmm. that's the only time the streets talk. You better be right on the streets. Like, you ever seen one of those reporters where, like, all the most random shit happens like during a, a, live, a live news feed. It's because the streets be different, nigga. We don't apply by the rules, nigga. And like everybody don't want to do that. And I, I know. So it's easy to just say you talk for the streets. It's just too many people talking for black people that don't know shit about what's actually happened. Happening in like the real atmosphere of black culture. Like, yeah, you, you don't going through your little media fight. But I mean, nigga, it's real fights on these real streets. You know what I mean? So, I mean... Fuck. If you Nichols tired too. of newscasters <laughs> standing up for your oppressors, <laughs> like we don't give a fuck if somebody get a news job dancing all in your videos. In <laughs> like why do we need you to use that skin color for that? Like it's real problems in the black community. Why waste it on that bullshit? But uh, shout out to them. Uh, and on that <laughs> note, <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh, oh! Made it like we was doing some shit. Nah, this is my like the shout out beans. I've been doing a lot of Benny Siegel shout outs. Oh, oh! But uh, anyway, uh, we are back once again. It's episode sixty nine. Episode sixty nine. We are the Wash Guard. Wash never washed up. Wash never washed up. You know the vibes. I was gonna say sixty nine boys, but it never feels quite right saying that out loud. So <laughs> it's too dated. Nobody's gonna know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah. What the fuck is they on? Not sixty nine. Not with all these niggas in this house. <laughs> we will not do that. But um, yeah, we're back once again, man. <laughs> What's the actor's name? Let's get into your man's. Uh, they, like Stephen Dorf. Shout out to Stephen Dorf, man. Uh, yeah, he played Deacon Frost in the in uh the Blade movie. But uh, this motherfucker got really fucking flagrant with this shit. It was like, it was so extra. He really didn't have to talk like this. First of all, we're going to stop talking about my dog. Mm. And by my I mean, uh, like a random chick. And we're going to bleep my And uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because it's got to be done twice. (laughs) Yeah, man. Shout out to Scarlett, man. You're going you're gonna to start talking about Shout my lady her. like that, man. Yeah. That's one of the greatest white women that ever lived. Um, Don't you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever forget it, Deacon. Hey, man. All black men agreed on. It's one white white woman we, we fuck few, with, bro. bro. Well, it's, yeah, it's like Jessica Tina Marie. Bill. She took over for Jessica. Uh, Jessica Bill, man. Tina Marie. <laughs> Jessica Bill. Mariah Carey, <laughs> Paula Patton. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. But shout out to him, uh, Stephen Dorff, man. He got on some red carpet and just started talking fucking oh, crazy, flagrant about carpet? Marvel movie. He's like, yo, I feel so bad for Scarlett Johansson for being in the Black Widow film. He's like, it looks like a joke. It looks like a video game. It's like, yeah, nigga, that's the point. Nigga. That's what nigga, Marvel movies yeah. are, bro. We in the new age, dog. You, nigga, we don't want to see this black and white super artsy Cinema. shit. What you trying to do? Yeah. Shakespeare, nigga? What the fuck yeah. is going on? That shit, that shit don't matter no more, bro. We in the TikTok era, nigga. I need some shit uh, to blow up or some shit, man. 
Come on, man. If you ain't got superpowers, you got to shut the fuck up. Yeah, ain't nobody even flying, yeah. Blade, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Are you a, a master martial artist or what? Like, <laughs> this nigga just look dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, but the larger point is, like, I remember when the whole Marvel thing started taking over the whole cinema or the film industry, rather. And, like, I saw all these, like, classic actors try to shit on Marvel movies. And, like, that shit really, like, rubbed me the wrong way. Because it's like, yo, what are you mad about? Like, I think it's the same equivalent, maybe, though, to, like, uh, dance rapper, like, auto-tune rappers with, like, classic hip-hop artists. But yeah. I think, like, the lame niggas be mad, though. Like, because, like, it's a lot of dope rappers that can collab with these dudes that do auto-tune and make fire shit. You know what I mean? Like, shit, I like the fact that Meek can hop on a song with Future or Drake can hop on a song with Future and that shit still rides because they know how to like, you know, make their talent work with whatever. Like, you know, like, you know, always do basketball analogies. Like, it's certain types of talent that knows how to play with a team. There's other talents that just live on their own. Like, I appreciate people that know how to play in a team setting. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really have much to say, man. Again, sound like some hating shit. It's just hate because you ain't not, you ain't up. Ain't up right now, man. And it's funny to see like all these like A-list actors slowly starting to like bleed into the Marvel universe or the DC universe. Like we saw Will Smith be a uh, dead shot in a uh, Suicide Squad. We saw Sylvester Stallone pop up in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two. <laughs> like I think, uh, I mean, Scarlet, yeah, Anthony, oh Anthony Hopkins, yeah. so shit of uh, um, Edward Norton when he played the Hulk. Like, I think... Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon? Uh, mm. Matt Damon? What? Fake Loki. Fake Loki. Oh. Oh, he was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Groot. The move. Oh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel is Groot, bro. I am Groot. Yep. Yeah. That's like one of his best roles he's ever played. <laughs> like, shout out to Vin Diesel. But, um... <laughs> Various ways, he's yeah. Even, he's not even on location, bro. Yeah, that's amazing, bro. That's low-key. In his crib. It's one of the... Crib. One yeah, of the <laughs> I said low-key. Hey. Yeah, but it's one of the best roles that uh, you could ever take, like, as an actor. Like, you literally have one line. You just say it various ways. And because you got a great agent, that contract probably looked the same. Mm -hmm. Family. <laughs> <laughs> that that Jurassic Park Fast and the Furious crossover got to yep. happen. We got Sharknado. Oh, yeah. That is, that is on the way. Yeah, the and they're both Park. Universal Properties. Mm -hmm. oh, That's why it's going to happen, yeah. Mm. Hey, the Universal Park ride is going to be stupid, nigga. I'm going to Universal Studios. Yeah. Fast and the Furious Jurassic Park fuse? Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm going to throw a charger at a Raptor. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick that bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nigga, all the off-road vehicles you going to have? Shit going like 285 on a Saturday night. I can't get it out of my head now. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of got to happen. We might have to write the script. Yeah. yeah. Might get crazy. Bro. Watch media coming soon. I guess on that note, man, I guess we'll get into what we've been uh, watching and what we've been listening to. Nope. You prepped and ready? Mm, I don't have much, man, because uh, I love keep being in my little video game phase, but I guess we'll mention that. Uh, I've been playing Marvel uh, Avengers Assemble. Shout out to all my gamers. Uh, I finally got into it. I bought that game a long time ago, and, like, I, I fucked with it, and I was like, ah, this shit is stupid, man. I couldn't figure out how to, like, do the regular missions and, like, do, uh, do the regular campaign, and I uh, kind of figured it out, and it's kind of dope because it uh, all centers around MODOK. And it was right after I watched the MODOK series, so 
it all lined up. Um, have a lot of the same characters and uh, the storylines a little bit different, but it's it, it was cool. But uh, as far as what I've been watching, uh, what hell is I'm watching? I don't think I watched anything. I can't think of anything I watched. Oh, I rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy again. Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two. I think that's probably my favorite uh, part of the Marvel Universe currently. It's Guardians Space of the Galaxy. Shit. Yeah. Space. Yeah. Uh, Space I really love shit. fucking uh, Rocket, bro. Rocket's probably one of my fa- probably my favorite character in the <laughs> in the MCU right now. But um, they had Howard the Duck. Oh yeah, Howard. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the Howard the Duck sighting is like the fact that they keep doing it in every. Uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movie is is pretty beautiful. Like, and it, oh yeah, and it, and it, and chop yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna rewatch Endgame too. So let's we'll throw that out there too. Um, as far as music, I've really been slowing my music shit, but we'll get into the podcast I've been listening to because I'm always listening to podcasts. Of course, the jump. Shout out to Rachel Nichols. <laughs> Hold your head, man. Cook with that racial shit. Uh, we're going to bleep that. Uh, <laughs> um, she going strong, man. I uh, listened to oh, Hound Tall podcast, The Brain episode. That shit is really dope. It just talks about, like, you know, the whole quote is like, the brain is the only organism that named itself. So... Uh, but it kind of gets into that bag of like the you know, the brain is just like a you brain know. Just blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> your brain is triple on tangent. Don't even, don't even ask, ask me how. Me how. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we've been talking about the uh, the book of basketball podcast, uh, the Lynn Bias story is very dope. They just dropped a new episode. Uh, it's we on part five right now. Someone had to pay. So shout out to the book of basketball podcast. Uh, the dollop. Uh, uh, listen to the Puritans versus the Quakers episode, which is very dope. Oh, the Emu War. Oh, oh shit. please listen to the Emu War podcast with the dollop, bro. The Emu War is one of the most entertaining things. <laughs> it don't even have to like research it through the dollop. Like just that whole idea is like a whole war they had to like wage uh, wage on emus in Australia. Like, in, uh, I don't remember the years, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely a very interesting story, man. <laughs> Fucking emu wars. Like, yeah, yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. And, like, the, the emus, like, like, like had, like... <laughs> Armor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Planet of the Apes. <laughs> they had, like, formations and shit. They were outsmarting the soldiers and shit. This shit is crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Clever girl. They would attack at yeah. night when they were asleep. <laughs> Yeah, man, but uh, uh, Emu you just War. see it's like Jurassic Park, but yeah, Emu, yeah you pretty see, much. Bro. Yeah. You see, Emu head poking yeah. in tent, tents just start shaking. Doesn't want to feed. Also, the uh, Domino's Pizza story is another <laughs> great, War. great dollop joint, and uh, I end up with uh, that's the a thirty minutes or less guarantee. Uh, <laughs> <Pulse>. Yes. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the the last one I guess I end with with is uh, the airships of 1896. Mm. I mean, uh, we talked about before the pod. Like, I got into the whole like history of blimps and shit, and the current state of blimps. If anybody has time, I know it's a random topic to bring up, but just look up blimps, bro. Shit's crazy, bro. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> just shout to Lindenburg. But yeah, airships of uh, Hindenburg. That's yeah, the yeah. train station in Atlanta. <laughs> for those that don't know. <laughs> 
That's hilarious, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. Freudian slip, bro. Oh, spaceships on Bankhead, nigga. Lips on Lindenburg. Lips on Lindenburg. Hindenburg's on Lindenburg. Yeah, that is the name of the ball. Hindenburg's on Oh, shit. Shit, but yeah, man. That's all I got, man. All right. On that note, I get into what I've been watching first. Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Good movie. Really good movie. Yeah, Bleeds right into the Guardians of the Galaxy shit. Yeah, it was really uh, one Shout of those. Chris Pratt. I was like, damn, they should have dropped this shit on Father's Day. <laughs> like, it was it's a real dad oriented movie. A lot of twists and turns had you sitting there like, oh shit. A lot of oh shit moments. Um, I think the monsters were kind of light, but it was. They, they prolonged their. You know how movies nowadays play that old trope where they just hide the monster forever? Like you see Cloverfield and you yeah, it's a big reveal. The reveal wasn't as impressive as I wanted it to be, but they did it at the right time. Like I was just like, man, fuck, show these because they they build it up in the movie. I won't give it away, but they make it a point to be like, yeah, we couldn't show you, couldn't show you because you wouldn't go to war. Like, but Usually uh, what happens when they have a bad monster design? Yeah, bad. And uh, I get it now. Yeah, the monster was kind of weak. But they did shoot it in Atlanta. Like, it was a big fight scene where it was, like, right there uh, with Peachtree Center Station. That whole little, uh, which is interesting because even when they do digitally enhanced footage, you still can tell, oh, shit, that's the city. That's 12. Like, that's woo doo Yeah. That's um, funny about uh, Avengers. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, Anchorman 2. Nice. Yep. Uh, so you don't see the Renaissance uh, elevator area. Oh, uh, Loki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Loki was shot in Georgia. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, No Sudden Moves, which was the movie with Don Cheadle and uh, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it came out on HBO Max. I w- I, I want to say it was good. I, like I, yeah, Karen Culkin, um, Igby. Hey, if anybody has to plug this HBO Max, man. Hey, fuck with me, bro. <laughs> fuck with the guy. Or don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm here. But no look passes. <laughs> but uh don't it was decent. Good. It's 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 a plot twist. Like it seems just like your typical it almost hit me like Devil in a Blue Dress, but based on a true story. He he was kind of my, he was a more calculated mouse. Speaking but that's the first thing I thought about when I saw it. Shout out to you for knowing Mouse. Uh, what was you about uh, to say? Speaking of what I've been watching, uh, I watched the latest Loki episode. Shout out to Loki. Um, I was a little annoyed with Loki because I feel like they're leading into a movie. I'm like, mm. Marvel, if you don't stop this shit. <laughs> like, Disney. If you don't stop, then we won't stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> to get money. <laughs> yeah, continuously. They could be as money. good. <laughs> as good as the best. <laughs> but not as bad as, bad as, as the worst. <laughs> Biggie called it. Yeah, but uh Yeah, I was a little annoyed, but it was it's definitely a good episode. Like I said, I love to see my people of color have like uh, interesting roles within the Marvel universe. Shout out to Marvel. Like, if anybody feels like it, it feels like it's pandering, then fine. So be it, man. Like, let's 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 pander, man. Let's get like my people some roles. So it's always good to see black people like having actual speaking roles and like you know, even if they don't have the main role, like even like the uh, the Luke, like the the main lady that like is in charge of the timekeepers, like mm-hmm. you know, the fact they have somebody of color, yeah. 
Like that was very refreshing. Like to watch that, and then, you know, shout out to um, uh, Scarlet Witch. What was that that joint? One division. One division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the fact that they, you know, they introduced another black character with that. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I just saw a tweet uh, recently. They were talking about like, what are you most excited about within the Marvel universe? So, like for me, it's like the Miss Marvel joint. Um, I'm definitely excited about uh, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. I think that's gonna be good. I saw they had an abomination clip. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm definitely interested to see what uh, uh, they do with this blade. Blade with Marvel actually having real control and that having having money now is going to be interesting. But I didn't mean to interrupt you. But yes, right. right on point. Uh, Luca, which is on Disney Plus right now. I had my daughter this weekend, so we ah. was watching kids movies. How was it? Uh, it's a Little Mermaid with dudes, yeah. um, so but I, I, under the sea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> under the water, that's where it's hotter. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> Italian. I can't, I can't play that. It's Disney shit. I can't play. That. Yeah, oh yeah, Disney going drop down on niggas, bro. They ain't playing. Yeah, just mute me. <laughs> it's one of them things where, like, I'm looking at, I was like, yo, y'all just re rocking everything, boy. Yeah. I was like, this is like. If like if you took um what's the name of that shit, bro? Spanish uh Coco. Coco. Uh you took Coco and Little Mermaid and made a movie and then make it Italian. Nice. He talking to a nigga who went to go see Rock Dog with my daughter, so Rock Dog? Yeah, and they got a Rock Dog too. Was it Rock Dog too? It was a terrible time in movies when she was that age. <laughs> remember Rock planes? Dog, bro. Nobody remembers planes. I remember like it was actually like better Disney Rock movies out of, out at the time, and she was like, and I was like, yo, what do you want to see? And she was like, Rock Dog. I'm like, oh, Rock, <laughs> Rock, Rock, Rock Dog. Come on, man. Yeah. The only thing my daughter really asked to see in the theaters. Nigga think- had powers with a guitar. He's like playing songs and like shooting yeah, yeah. the sky and shit. <laughs> 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 it's like it's like the Kiss Christmas. Kiss Christmas. <laughs> Where they save Santa. Oh, uh, no one's ever seen that. All right. Wash wash reference. Damn. <laughs> All right. Christmas. Kiss. <laughs> it's going to be a run for name of the yeah. prize. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was like Coco with Little Mermaid in Italian. And it was just, it was just, an, it was, yeah, my, yeah, exactly, marinara sauce. Mm. Mm. God, talk about it. <laughs> but uh, what I've been listening to, I put together a huge for today. Um, it was. Ow! I, I had such a great. We gotta, t- we gotta add an ow to and, our. Uh, yeah, our sound effects clip. We uh, a Max B out. We gotta find that. A Max B. I was yeah, thinking like the Dipset Al. Yeah, the Dipset. I mean, dip that's, that, that's the same Al. But uh, I did. I got to like four songs. Wash guard, dip, dip. And then a set, set. <laughs> Boy, you don't want to see us with a. Oh. Wash guards, wash guards, wash guards. What? Ow. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, uh, one ads by Honeycomb. It was crazy because I heard this song a long time before that, like with just the, the actual uh, flip that they did. Like, um, it was a uh, 
Avalanche song. Uh, and uh, it was one of the first songs I saw an actual video for. Um, so it was interesting to hear the actual sample. I didn't think they, uh, I thought a lot of that, that song was sung live. Um, but anyway, uh, I'll be good to you by the Johnson brothers. Um, encore by Cheryl Lynn, uh, heard a lot of, a lot of barbecue vibes. Uh, we was playing spades and this shit was just playing in the background. A lot of these songs I won't even front. I picked up from chop, shout out chop Ross and, uh, Clark Kent had a DJ, uh, like playlist he was i guess he was like playing live and these were a lot of songs he was going through um and then uh don't look any further you already know dennis edwards man we did he bopping all summer please don't move your shoulders and you ain't got no gum or a toothpick he was chewing gum with a toothpick the whole time the whole time properly moisturized and that's really been my whole vibe all summer, like, you know what I'm saying, with chicks. It's like, I'm looking at first funk, man. The funk, dang, boy. But, yeah, on that note, I guess. Uh, Shout out to Taji. Uh, Taji oh, my bad. Um, I've been playing uh, Metroid Samus Returns only because Nintendo just announced that they about to do uh, a sequel. Uh, Metroid Dread comes out in October, so I've just been playing a lot of Metroid, catching up. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Shout out to Samus. Fusion. Game Boy Advance, all that shit. I've been playing Mario Galaxy um, as well. I've been watching, I, I watched All Real Monsters, and it just gave me a lot of anxiety of remembering my childhood, so I had to cope with that by watching <laughs> um, Synecdoche, New York, one of my favorite, like, kind of calming films. Uh, Emma Lisa, Emma Liza, I think, was like a stop motion joint that was really good as well. And Adaptation, I've been watching that. Um, I watched Loki. Yeah, shout out uh, Marvel Universe, yeah, MCU. That shit was dope. The boys. I've been listening town. to Chicano Batman still. Shout out to you. I've been listening to Chicano Batman. Um, I listened to the Pluto um, playlist by Chalk, um, Donnie Womack, and they released Sgt. Pepper's in Spatial Audio, and that shit is kind of dope. Mm. And that's it. All right. Well, I guess on that note, uh, Oh uh, yeah, man, we're staying active. Uh, I was about to call us the Sixty Nine Boys, but I just, <laughs> I wow. just, I, I, I just can't. Uh, but uh, this is Tootsie episode sixty nine. Yeah, we gonna get to. Uh, it was the butterfly. Yeah, it was just it was the butterfly. The yeah, we gotta get out of this episode. At least the number, at least. Yeah. Uh, but uh, on that note. Yeah, we are the wash gods. We are wash, washed. Never washed up. Wash never washed up. Shout out to the four four creators. creators. Mm. <clears throat> Let you go ahead. Yeah, shout out to No Limit Exposure. Yep, yep, yep. If you see us, you see them. Yeah, you know man. the vibes, man. Like, uh, subscribe, share. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no more vibes, I guess. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, all good energy, man. Uh, we will be back once again on your head top. Uh, mm. Pod tops. <laughs> uh. Top hats. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs>